I'm Bonnie Roberts of Aspire Coaching, and this is the Momspiration Podcast. I share with you some of the most beautiful language I have found in the words of poets and writers who have influenced me and what I personally have learned from their masterpieces. My mission is to inspire moms because moms then lift and inspire their families and communities. I share these selections for educational purposes only and encourage you to search out more of their work if it resonates with you. Minimize distractions as you listen in full presence to get the most value from this program. Let's dive in. Today's episode is giving voice to your longing. Longing is such a complicated emotion and one that our society does not nurture. It is the heart wanting more out of life. Our heart is trying to lead us to our dreams, to more fully experience the magnificence of who we are. And that is a beautiful thing. Can you imagine a life without longing? But the complication comes in with our mind and the way we were conditioned and socialized. We are taught not to want too much, to suppress our desires, to be satisfied with what we already have, to live at a baseline level that is just good enough. First, our parents and teachers and other authority figures instill this in us as young children. And then our minds take over this task and we do it to ourselves for the rest of our lives. Why are we conditioned this way? I believe it's a very sweet intention to protect us from disappointment. If we don't want too much, we'll be happier with what we already have, is the idea. But is it not possible to be happy with what we currently have while still striving for more? Years ago, I believed those were mutually exclusive, but now I know it's not only possible, but it's the only way to truly be happy in life. We simply must have gratitude as it is the birthplace of receiving, but we also simply must have longing. Humans were not made to simply exist. We were made to grow, create, stretch, and evolve. We simply will not be happy without our constant striving for more. Longing can break our heart if we lean into it fully, but I see this as a necessary kind of heartbreak. Hearts were made to break over and over again, and each time is rebuilt larger, more sensitive, more compassionate, and more beautiful. Hearts that are enshrouded in layers of protection so they won't break are cold and small and inaccessible. I used to live with a heart like that, and I can barely even call that living. Our hearts must be open to feel fully alive, and open means vulnerable. Latin root of the word vulnerable is vulnus, which means wound. So vulnerable means able to be wounded. To fully open to our longing is inherently risky. I love the way David White expresses it in an essay from Consolations. Longing is nothing without its dangerous edge, which cuts and wounds us while setting us free and beckons us exactly because of the human need to invite the right kind of peril. The foundational instinct that we are here essentially to risk ourselves in the world, that we are a form of invitation to others and to otherness, that we are meant to hazard ourselves for the right thing, for the right woman or the right man, for a son or a daughter, for the right work, or for a gift given against all odds. In longing we move and are moving from a known but abstracted elsewhere to a beautiful, about-to-be-reached someone. Something or somewhere we want to call our own, end quote. 
It is longing that takes us from where we are now to where we want to be. Without that fire of that emotion, we wouldn't have the motivation to move into the scary unknown before us, and we'd never become more than we are. In my own life, my longing for the connected relationship of my dreams led me to finally take the steps to end my marriage, which was so scary to me at the time, but absolutely needed to happen. The day I finally expressed my full longing to be free and find deep, authentic connection was the day I finally knew what to do, because I felt it all the way through my body. If I had never given voice to this longing, I may never have known what was right for me. That decision finally gave me the freedom to connect to my true self, which I had blocked over so many years of trying to show up a certain way to try to be loved by my husband. Today's poem is from my favorite poet, David White. Before he became a poet, he was a marine zoologist. At one time, he had helped some salmon who had been blocked from returning to their spawning location because of commercial development. Years later, it hit him how much he missed those fish. And just writing about them broke open the dam inside himself and allowed that longing to be released, even though he cannot work with the salmon in his current circumstances. Sometimes all we need is to express our longing, and then it moves through us to become something else. Here's what he wrote entitled, Song for the Salmon. For too many days now, I have not written of the sea, nor the rivers, nor the shifting currents we find between the islands. For too many nights now, I have not imagined the salmon, threading the dark streams of reflected stars, nor have I dreamt of his longing, nor the lithe swing of his tail toward dawn. I have not given myself to the depth to which he goes, to the cargoes of crystal water cold with salt, or the enormous plains of ocean swaying beneath the moon. I have not felt the lifted arms of the ocean opening its white hands on the seashore, nor the salted wind, whole and healthy, filling the chest with living air. I have not heard those waves fallen out of heaven onto earth, nor the tumult of sound or the satisfaction of a thousand miles of ocean giving up its strength on the sand. But now I have spoken of that great sea. The ocean of longing shifts through me. The blessed inner star of navigation moves in the dark sky above, and I am ready, like the young salmon, to leave his river, blessed with hunger for a great journey on the drawing tide. End quote. The salmon is blessed with hunger, as without it he would never make his vitally important journey. Can you see your hunger, your longing as a blessing? There is something you long for in your heart. Don't tamp it down or suppress it, even if you think your desire is impossible. For now, just express it, speak it, write it, feel it. That expression will, will allow you to see the longing for what it really is, so you can start to embody it or let it change into its true essence. At the time before my divorce, I thought I wanted a man to love me. But what I really wanted was to love myself. And now that I do love myself, I'm creating the fertile ground in which the love relationship of my dreams can grow. Longing is about shaping us into what we really are. I just saw this quote from writer Victoria Erickson. If you inherently long for something, become it first. 
If you want gardens, become the gardener. If you want love, embody love. If you want mental stimulation, change the conversation. If you want peace, exude calmness. If you want to fill your world with artists, begin to paint. If you want to be valued, respect your own time. If you want to live ecstatically, find the ecstasy within yourself. This is how to draw it in, day by day, inch by inch. End quote. Today's invitation is to identify just one thing that you long for. It could be something small like wanting fresh flowers, or large like starting a business that influences massive amounts of people. Whatever it is, write it down and allow yourself to feel how much you want it. Just doing that may help you identify one way you can show up in your life differently in order to bring what you desire into a closer orbit. You deserve to live the life of your dreams. And your longing is both the key to unlock it and the fuel to take you there. I hope this program has inspired you and brought a degree of grounded presence to your day. I'd like to thank the poets featured in this episode for the light their words have brought into the world. Consider subscribing so that you don't miss an episode. For more information about my coaching programs, visit calledtoaspire.com. Thank you for listening in.